mental. Today's society, there are very few places where you can still be yourself, and the freedom of expression actually exists. Page 108, paragraph 3, no joke stealing with flatulence, excretion, urination, ejaculation, or other bodily functions. Oh, ah, ah, ah. Also, no paragraph 2 million for the so-called seven dirty words. These are fucking motherfuckers. Until now. You sound hot as hell, and I listen to you every night. You son of a bitch. You make him sad, baby, before I go to sleep. You're going down, sister! Who I say? Welcome into El Jefe's Hideout, where real people with fake names and invisible faces create the ultimate in reality radio. You can live through us. Um, it's just too bad that you can't sniff our fingers through the radio. El Jefe's Hideout on Washington's 106.7 WJFX. Is that sunlight? Oh, my God, the sun's up, and they let the scrubs on the radio. Ladies and gentlemen... Welcome. It's your usual Saturday night, brothers, hanging out with you on a Sunday evening. El Jefe's Hideout 106.7 WJFK. It is the shortened version. Only got two hours tonight, buddy. Yep, two hours. You have to jam it and stuff it in just like Kobe Bryant. <laughs> <laughs> not, not just three chuckles an hour. We're going to double it. We're going for six chuckles an hour Jesus until Christ. 9 o'clock. Spoon's here. You can't make that promise. I know, right? <laughs> um, I am El Jefe. Sitting to my right on your radio dial is J-Dubs. Spoon. What's up, brother? What's up, man? We'll get into you in just a second. Yeah. Also, Fidel here. Johnny Punani here. Um, I'm sure, for the most part, this show is brand new to you. Uh, just hang out. You'll get the gist of the show. It's uh, the weekend versions. This is the minor leagues, I guess you would say. And this is us hanging out, talking various topics with you. Uh, different ways to get a hold of us. 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. Believe it or not, this show has a website uh, put up by our good buddy, J.D., elhefe.tk. You spell elhefe, E-L-J-E-F-E dot T-K. We also have email, ejhideout at yahoo.com. And, of course, we always use the lovely AOL for broadband, instant messaging. You can reach, a whole, uh, reach us at JFK El Jefe. That's all together, JFK E-L-J-E-F-E. Dubs, can you believe we got bumped yesterday by the Redskins? I know. If it was, you know, I've been telling Cameron to do this for a while. It, this should be the Detroit Lions Radio Network. And if it was, uh -huh. we would have seen a winner yesterday. Yeah, if we, <laughs> if we had a Lions game on yesterday on 106.7 WJFK, this town would be happy. Instead, they're completely embarrassed. Now, we're not going to talk about skins a whole lot because, actually, uh, listening to uh, the Phenoms last night, um, did a great job. Brett did a great job doing the post game with Larry Michael. Pretty much said everything that needed to be said. Real quick, though. Was it more of the skins sucking, or was Carolina really that good? I only watched a little bit of it, and it, I think it was the skins sucking. The game was weird, man. I mean, there was a lot of drop balls, and, you know, it was just one of those preseason games that you come to expect. I don't think that's what we're going to see. I hope to God it's not from the Redskins, but it, it was an ugly game. The spoon gonna be I mean, uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Before we even get there, I watched the game <laughs> from my house. I want to say, I want to say, uh, one quick word to Daniel Snyder because I know he listens. He's a big fan of El Jefe's Hideout. 
You can't buy chemistry. No. No matter Absolutely. how much money you spend, you cannot purchase two guys willing to go to bat with each other. You know, or, you know, 40 guys or whatever. What's on the roster? You're a bigger football fan than I am, Dubs. How many guys are on the uh, NFL roster after all the cuts? 55, it's, something like that? It depends, you know. Uh, they, there's a max of 50-some. Yeah. 54 max. Yeah, by the first, uh, I think, seat, 40, first, 44 minimum or something. Yeah. Whatever yeah. the case, you can't buy chemistry. It's, it's, it's not available, and I'm going to point to the Portland Trailblazers who we're going to talk about a little bit later on if we have the time. The Trailblazers, they assembled this, this huge mass of talent. Basically, they had, you know, 12 guys on the team that could start on any team, and they play horribly together because there's no flow with each other. Right. Kind of like when Spoon's here on the show. <laughs> the, you got a few monkey wrenches. I also point to the Texas Rangers a couple years back when they got uh, you know, all these big hitters like Andres Galarraga to go with uh, Alex Rodriguez. Again, you can't purchase chemistry. It's the same reason I say the Lakers aren't winning anything this year because they have too much talent. They got too many Chiefs, pardon the expression, and not enough Indians. Yeah, so it, I'm just going to pass that word along, and that's all I'm going to say about the Redskins. Yeah, it's rare when it happens, and I think you're right. They they might have that problem this year, chemistry. Now, i got to say, the biggest story about the Washington Redskins was something that happened, something that wasn't actually on the field. <laughs> it wasn't even in North Carolina. South Carolina, South Carolina. Uh, wherever it was. Wherever. Spoon, where, do, where did they play yesterday? They played in Charlotte, North Carolina. Yeah, North Carolina. Okay. Yeah. And what happened to you, douche? You were supposed to be there. So I was right. supposed to be there. North Carolina. All right. Oh, no, wait. Let, let, let's set this up. Yeah. During the Redskins broadcast, you wouldn't believe them. There are like 20 people here working on this stuff. Yeah. And then there's, what, a crew of three that actually go out, including Cameron Graves, the executive producer. Right. Uh, and a couple of guys who are on the sidelines who hold those big dishes called the parabolic mics, right? Right. And... How long have you been doing the Redskins broadcasts? This would be my seventh year. Would or would have been. Your seventh year. My seventh year. And you worked your way up. You did NFL Highline. Right. Have, right. You, been, have you been doing Stern and that kind of stuff this long, too? No, no. You, so you started doing Redskins. I started doing Redskins, just, you know, editing their highlights. and. So you, and got, you got into WJFK because of the Redskins? Basically, yeah. Yeah, I did do like they they were at a Christmas party and I ran Don and Mike one one year, but uh, yeah, my main thing was the Redskins. Okay, <laughs> I realize it didn't sound so funny now, but so uh, so I uh, calm down, just calm down. We're gonna work every, we're gonna work everything out for you, okay? I hate this. So here's the situation. He looks like he's gonna cry. He really does. He looks like me before I had to call my mom on Mother's Day and tell her that I held her vibrator in my hands and I could sniff it. And I, I can smell it. That's the face he has on his head. So, um, so Spoon, for six long years, had been laboring away. And you, there's a hierarchy where the top, the top is obviously being executive producer, but one of the great jobs is to be at the field, hold those parabolic mics on the sidelines. That way you get to travel whenever the team goes out of town. Yeah. You get the hotel hookup. And you're on the field. I mean, you got the best seat for the game. That's right. Cheerleaders are right next to you, you know. So you'd lobby hard, hadn't you, Spoon? Oh, man. You, you I, I used to ask Cameron, I'm like, when are you going to die so I can get that job? When is that going to happen, man? Because that's the only way I ever thought I would get it, you know. So he got promoted, which, you know, 
It's about the same thing, actually. Yeah, he's died to us. <sighs> and this would have been my first year. Now, Hopefully it still is my first year of Parabolic Mike work. So, anyway, last week, Spoon took the week off. Right. You didn't run the Stern show because you went where? I went to the Outer Banks, like the uh, southern Outer Banks, Emerald Isle, North Carolina. So you were uh, in North there, Carolina. I was in North Carolina. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Story's even better than I thought it was. Yeah. So Spoon was in North Carolina. He, you even missed the show last week. Right, right, which I apologize. And, but your reasoning for missing the show was because, well, i got to get back early so I can go to North Carolina for the game, and I don't want to cut my vacation short, so I'm going to leave a little bit early. Yeah, okay. And so you left early. Now, Friday night during the Ron and Fez show, Dubs and I are here working, and the, the phone rings back in call screen, and it's Cameron. And Cameron says, hey, you got Spoon's phone number, Hefe? Uh, oh, yeah, I got Spoon's phone number, so I gave him your mobile number or whatever. And I was like, what's going on? And he's like, well, Spoon's running late for the plane. I just want to make sure he doesn't miss it. Right. I was like, all right, cool. Um, here's the phone number. You know, la-di-dee, la-di-da. We finished out the Ron and Fez show. Heard nothing about it. You know, I figured everything worked out okay. I figured Spoon was in the air. Now, Spoon <laughs> likes to put it out there that Spoon is like Nino Brown. He, think, <laughs> he thinks he's a black man. No, he, I don't. He calls chicks girly. He, you know. He's Marky Mark. Well, you know how Spoon does it. <laughs> yeah, that's how Spoon does it. That's how Spoon does oh, it. I do. Spoon is like Marky Mark, like the funky, the funky bunch Marky Mark, except he looks like Donnie Wahlberg on crack. <clears throat> so whatever the case. Not on crack. Uh, Spoon has CP time, I think. <laughs> it's in an internal clock. Oh, God. So anyway, uh, I get here yesterday, and John Norman, our production director, comes up. He's like, hey, man, you got to get a drop from Friday. Oh. And I was like, what's the drop? You got, you have it? Oh, I got it. All right, play the drop for everybody. You got to be a stupid m to get five on your day off. So here's what happens. Turns out Spoon missed the plane <laughs> to North Carolina for the parabolic mic. Something he's been waiting for. Seven years for. <laughs> What happened? The culmination. Brother. What oh, happened? Oh, God. I, I, I'm making a plea because I love I love the Redskins, man. Nobody wanted to be on that plane more than I did. I swear to you. Now, this is this would be like... On camera, I totally Jack, he, planned he was, I, I thought I planned this so well. I swear. I, I totally planned this. Uh, it takes about six and a half hours to get all the way to my house from our vacation spot. You should have planned for eight. Yeah. <laughs> You always that extra time. Everybody's traveling. Okay, I understand. And I'm, I'm going to explain to you my whole thought process here. Okay. All right, so I leave at 1 o'clock. I'm putting myself at Dulles Airport at six, at 7, I'm sorry, 7 o'clock. That's with stopping for gas or whatever. I had my daughter with me. I had my girlfriend oh, with she me. she looking? Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't even talk. <laughs> Not now, dude. <laughs> she looks great. How old is she? She's six, man. Come on. Your girlfriend? Anyway. <laughs> Twelve more years. Yeah, my girlfriend. <laughs> they were playing uh, <laughs> pity pat in the back seat. No, anyway. So I give myself plenty of time, man. You know, I got um, seven hours. It would have put me there at eight o'clock. Uh -huh. I, I figured that was plenty of time. Oh, yeah. Right, so I'm coming up 95. What, you got some money on the line here? Coming up 95. I'm coming up 95. Everything is fine. John, are you there? 
up, guys? Hey, what's up? I want you to listen to Spoon's story. It's John, our production director. So go ahead. Tell oh, the story to John. Yeah, yeah, think. Go ahead, dude. No, go ahead. Go. We hear so anyways, I'm coming up 95. I get to about Richmond. I'm in Richmond at 5 o'clock. And, John, it shouldn't take more than like an hour, an hour and 45 minutes from Richmond to get to Dulles. Should have planned for three. Mm, uh, at least two. Okay, well, at least two would have put me there at seven. I was there at five. What time did the plane take off? Nine. Well, all right, that's another story, what time it actually took off. And I'll get what to that in a minute. Story. What time were you supposed to be? Nine, 9.15 was the plane time, what okay? Time were you supposed to be at the airport? I, I was never given a specific time to be there. but okay, I, What time did you think you were supposed to be? I planned to be there at 7. That was my plan all day long. You should have been there at 6. It's Dulles. We're in D.C. All the high security. The airport wasn't the problem. Give yourself three hours regardless. The airport was not the problem. I went through fine. I were got you, through security. No problem. Were you going dirty? Two minutes. What? <laughs> were, you, were you running dirty enough? Were you rolling like Damon Sotomayor with some, <laughs> some stuff and some foil in your mouth? No, 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 no. Not at all. No way. But, uh, man... Soon as I hit Richmond, from Richmond to Fredericksburg, there's stop-and-go traffic. Not going anywhere. I'm the kind of guy that has to drive because I don't trust anyone else to get me there as quickly as I like to get there. Long story short, what's <sighs> happening? So Cameron's calling me at like 8.30. Dude, where are you? You better haul ass. I'm like, where were you at 8.30? At 8.30, I was almost there. I got to the airport at like 8.50. Okay. All right, got out. He calls me. I'm in the, the uh, lobby or something. Not past security yet. He's like, you're not past security? I said, no. He's like, oh, man, you better hurry. They're, they're loading. You know, they're boarding the plane. You better make this plane. Now, here's the thing, too. Or you're driving. Here, here's the thing, too, about Cameron. Cameron has a tendency to overreact. Okay, well, let's put in perspective. Cameron is getting ready to produce his first Redskins game ever. Yeah. That's true. Dude, I totally see Cameron's point. And, and I feel bad. Believe me, I've been having knots in my stomach all week long. What time, all did, weekend. You, what time did you actually get to the gate? I got to the gate at 9.09. It was supposed to leave at 9.15. They shut the doors on me. This bitch at the freaking <laughs> counter would not let me go past the door. I was, I was watching the plane. It was like, I was looking down. I was like, look, they're not even taking off. They're just, you know, putting on luggage and stuff like that. Please let But you can't throw a fit in airports now, dude, or they'll haul your ass away somewhere. Especially so, all the way? No, I'm, uh -uh. I'm trying to maintain. I'm like, lady, please, I have to get on that plane. I have to. She's like, no, I'm sorry. Their they're door's closed. They're not taking any more. I'm like, look, I'm with the Redskins broadcast. I need to do this game. I can see them down there. They're not even going anywhere. She's like, no, that plane is already left. I'm like, lady, look, the door is open. See, this is the door cracked because I had my foot in it or something. I was like trying to get, and she's shutting it. I'm like, lady, please, please let me on that plane. So then I'm looking out, and, and you know, she, she basically had it with me. She was like, no, I'm sorry, you're not getting on this plane. Go stand over there. I'm looking at the window. Now, I couldn't make out anybody's, you know, head or anything, but I could have sworn I saw Chris just, you know, chilling in the window, like, humby dum. I'm like, I can run out there and jump in that plane. I know I could. But then I'd be tackled, man. You know what? Uh, right, well, wait a minute. Now, okay, so you missed the plane at 9.09. The last time I checked, the uh, game didn't kick until 8 p.m. Right. Okay, well, I... Oh, go ahead. I, two, two problems. Two, two things. I want to bring up one thing. Spoon's so lucky he's white. 
Because if he hadn't have been a white boy like causing all this ruckus... Dude, it wasn't that much. You should have saw other people there. But secondly, you had two options. You can see if you can get on standby on another flight. Yeah, maybe the that. next morning. But you should have driven your ass down to North Carolina. Okay, but here's the thing. I asked Cameron, could I drive to the stadium while I was in North Carolina? He said no. You can't do that. You know, you're not going to be allowed to do that. You have to meet us at the airport. I said, okay. That's kind of bush. Yeah. Well, why couldn't they meet you? At the, why couldn't you meet him at the hotel? Uh, when? When? I, in Charlotte. Well, okay. I'll tell you. I asked when the next flight was. It was like 8:40. No, 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 no. But, why, why could you not get in your car, drive well, to my Charlotte, girl... and meet them at a hotel <laughs> where they were staying my... on Friday night? My girlfriend oh, dropped me off because they flew back today. My girlfriend? No. Well, they're already back. My girlfriend. They flew back today. Dude, I talked to Cameron this morning at his house. You're in a <laughs> cell phone. Yeah, oh, yeah. But well, he's home. Well, whatever the case, you notice that it's always your girlfriend that's screwing you up because your girlfriend's dropping you off. <laughs> well, you, well, dude, I, I had no other me. option. Well, here's the, thing, here's the thing I heard. John, maybe you can back this up. Let me tell you about the flights, though, Wait. that I tried to get. I heard you gave Cameron attitude. Not really. I didn't appreciate him telling me. Only preseason? I didn't appreciate him telling me that if I missed the flight, I had to drive back when I asked to do that in the place. That's the only thing I had a problem with. So how did you say it? I don't remember. You, you said it with I attitude. You, well, he had an attitude with me. I was, he's the boss. Well, dude, you got to understand, I'm, I'm boiling in traffic for two and a half hours just like, please, somebody break. Somebody, you know, I'm doing all kinds of illegal crap, man. I'm trying to make my way there. How's that any different from any other? <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. Let's let's go back. Let's go back one day. What time did you leave on uh, on uh, Friday from North Carolina? One. Alrighty. One p.m. Why didn't you right. get up at six? That way you could have come home. You could have. Thursday. Why didn't you leave for? Why were you not making the drive to Dulles Airport from Bowie? Because because it wasn't it's backtracking. enough to be there on time. Nah, dude, what are you talking about? I, I oh, come on. it was I backtracking. Be there, you'd have been there. Stop it, giving it, John no. Nah, it's backtracking though. <laughs> All right, I was coming through Virginia. It makes a lot of sense just to go to the airport. I didn't think I would have that kind of problem. Is this I how mean, you, is this how you talk to Cameron? You better not talk you, to Cameron like this. You got to respect Cameron. He's the boss. And you're talking and Friday afternoon. What time? Was, so it was 5 o'clock in Richmond. It was like peak rush hour on a Friday. Everyone's going to the beach. Yeah, but they're going the opposite. Yeah, if they're going to the beach, they'd be going the opposite way. I was coming back. People were going to DC. I didn't plan. Tourist weekend, people were out. You know what? You expect that. John, that's a great point, I did man. expect that. Man. Any, I didn't expect that much. Any highway on a Friday, brother, you just you don't even you know try what? to mess with it on a Friday. But I was there before the chick. <laughs> this plane was not supposed to take <laughs> off until 9 15. And I was there. Wait a second. Cameron could have said, "Look, we got some money coming. Can you please hold the door till 9:15?" Now here's the Alex, thing. Did you hear anyone uh, in that group that sounded vaguely like Greg last night? Our Hefe and Spoon. Try to try to use our our radio names. Oh, sorry guys. <laughs> Remember, that's a whole thing on DCR TV. They're trying to find out who I am. <laughs> um, here's the thing, though. Like legitimately. Have you ever flown before, Spoon? Yeah, of course I've flown. Before. You should know that five fifth or nine fifteen isn't the time that they pull back from the little tarmac or whatever it is. Nine yeah, it usually is. Nine fifteen is actually slated as the time that they're supposed to be up and off the ground. Now right. you should have known that. You're, they were not. You're 39 years old, and you should have known that. I'm not 39. He's 42. 29. Now, now wait a second, John. I want to get the, your perspective. 
What was it? There was a joke going around yesterday about it's only so-and-so. What, what was it that Spoon allegedly said to uh, Cameron to make it not a big deal? Only preseason. It's only preseason. I didn't say that. You did I what, what I was trying to do is temper Cameron, not myself. I'm like, look, man, it, you know, it is a big deal. I apologize. I didn't mean for this to happen. No one wanted to be on that plane more than I did. All I was saying is, look, dude, it's the first Cameron preseason did. game. He was on it. Cameron this did. Is, he was there. This is the first preseason game. We'll get past this. You know, everything will be fine. No. I'm sorry. It's the I tried to get another flight. I tried to get two of them. I was on standby. He called my girlfriend, told her that I didn't have to worry about because I was going to drive back to Dulles in the morning, sit there to see if I could get on standby. Why didn't your, why didn't your girlfriend come with you? Kids fly free, don't they? What are you talking about? <laughs> All right, John. Thanks, brother. Oh, man. We'll see you. You're such a douche. That's all anybody can say. John, bring my money tomorrow. Why didn't you, Spamma? Why didn't you spend that money on a train to North? Dude, I wish I had a plane to fly there. I'm telling you, I was so mad. Uh, this says something to me, Dubs. I think Spoon, like, legit, look at him. 39 years old. Not 39. <laughs> board operator. I think you have a fear of success somewhere deep down inside. Three babies from three different baby mamas. You have either a problem with authority or a problem with responsibility. It's got to be responsibility because you got three babies from three different baby mamas. I want to know. And who... I take care of all of them. You don't know well, how to extract. Except for the one that left him. I want to know who's responsible for the mustache he's wearing. <laughs> I thought you were going to shave that off, man. Man, girls like it, dude. I can't, you know. You, you know that you haven't, uh, you haven't had any good luck since you had that mustache. Oh, I've had good luck. The, uh... <laughs> and by the way, man, let's talk about this Ron and Fez, David Buster's thing where Cameron thought I was kissing a girl. I didn't kiss any girl. They were kissing me, but I didn't touch anyone. They were, All right? Were... Uh, let me put that out right now. I did not touch anyone. They were kissing me. Yeah. <laughs> With their tongue? I... Yeah, maybe, but I didn't. I, I wasn't kissing them. They were licking all over my, you know, neck, all over ears. Yes. I have no idea who the girl was. Her boyfriend was there, but I didn't kiss her. How was your vacation? It was nice, man. <laughs> it was great up until Friday, I swear. Can I say something? Dude, I, you know what? People just take me the wrong way. I was not trying to give Cameron attitude at all. You I know, totally understand his perspective. You don't have any people skills. You're yelling at John. See, that's Norman. not true, though. You're yelling at John, our production director. Well, I don't even know why he's calling in. <laughs> You're yelling what the hell does he have to do with it? You're Nothing. At, you're yelling at me. I'm your boss. <laughs> I'm your boss. Then Cameron's your boss. You are not my boss. Maybe on this show. We talked to Michael Hughes this way. Yes. <laughs> Let's call Michael Hughes up. Make <laughs> <it> dump that. <laughs> I'm sorry. You just told the vice president of Infinity <laughs> if you oral. <laughs> Look, you know, that's how Spoon does it. That's how Spoon does it. I can't believe you got me laughing about this because really, I don't feel like it's funny at all. It's not. Oh. I feared rumbling. Uh, Fidel, see if you can get Cameron on the phone. Man, I, please don't fire me, Cammy. I love you. I love the Redskins. I'm diligent and I'm a hard worker. And if you don't fire them, you might feel that. When everything's on, Spoon is on.
I mean, I just bring it. That's all there is to it. Performance, performance, performance. Now here's the thing too, man. If it were, let me let me put it in my in my shirt, okay? Let's say I finally had the There's chance. There's not enough room in that shirt left. Shut up. <laughs> Let's say it's it's the Dallas Mavericks. I'm going to be courtside, all right? And this is basically what it was for you with the Skins. Yeah. You were going to be on the field. You're, you grew up in District Heights watching the Skins. Yeah. You're working at the flagship. You're going to be right there next to Rob Johnson, who's so pretty. You're the two pretty boys, Rob Johnson and Spoon, standing next to each other on the sidelines. Yep. I'd have, I'd have slept at the airport that night to make sure I didn't miss that flight. There it goes. Oh, man. There goes Spoon's future. Hey, what's going on? Now boarding Spoon's future. Ah, Spoon missed it. Yeah, that sucks. I watched the plane take off. I knew exactly which one it was. <laughs> I was like, there they are. There they go. Well, man, I, I, I we're trying to get Cameron on the phone. That's why I want to. Did you cry? I No, but I almost did, man. I, I was so nauseous all weekend long. Like, I, I just, I, I feel useless. Were you so nauseous you didn't bang your underage girlfriend? <sighs> no, I, I did that. <laughs> oh, look at this. Tommy, Tommy just IM me on the JFK uh, El Jefe AOL for Broadband Instant Messaging. Feel free to pass along my resume to Cameron now that oh, Spoon's you, out. You jerk. <laughs> if Spoon really wanted to be there, he would have drove down there and met Cameron at the hotel. Whatever. That's what everybody says. Damn. Oh, do we have Cameron on? We, we have to take a break. I can't believe it. Huh? He's on snow? All right. We got, we'll, we'll hold off on the break. Yeah, we'll hold off on the break. We got to get to this. Cameron. <coughs> hey, buddy. What's happening? Welcome into El Jefe's Hideout. Hey, thanks. On WJFK. On WJFK. Hey, I do want to say this, like, seriously, <laughs> and I was going to wait and tell you tomorrow or whatever, but I want to give you props. Uh, yesterday's Skins broadcast, your first executive producing one. Very good job. Thanks, Very man. professional. I, I, and he, he always yells at me because he's like, damn it, do you have anything to say that isn't so negative? <laughs> You're always so negative. <laughs> but I want to say you did an outstanding job with that, man. Seriously. Thanks, man. I'm glad the first game is done. Oh, yeah. And now we can screw up the ones from here on out. Yes, yeah, thank you. So, um, Spoon, did you hear the story that Spoon just told? No. <laughs> See, Spoon basically just told his story about why he missed the plane. Spoon. Uh, it's a good story. <laughs> Spoon, now's your chance. Hey. Dubs, we're going to turn off our mics. We're gonna... I don't want to make I'm a mockery of all this. I'm not doing this on the air. We're not going to make a mockery. You don't have to talk to him back. Just listen to what he has to say. Spoon, just say. Just one Dude, heartfelt. He doesn't want me to talk about it right now. One heartfelt I'm sorry. That's it. I am sorry. I'm very sorry. Okay, that's all we need. All right. All right. Okay. You there, Kim? Thank Hey, Cameron, what are you wearing? What's that? What are you wearing? What color is the shirt you're wearing? <laughs> Goodbye. Let's <laughs> see you, man. <laughs> All right. Oh, my Damn, dude, that, that wasn't good for Spoon. Dude, and John is, like, totally not taking my side. man. I mean, things happen. I'm telling I planned for this. I so planned for this. I planned for traffic, but I didn't plan for two hours worth of traffic. Hey, hold on a second. We're, we're going to take a break, and we're going to come back. We got a great song. We got mandatory Manson coming up. We got a bunch of stuff we need to get to. We've gotten all into Spoon's life here. I just want to say though, legitimately, man, seriously, you're in some trouble. Yeah, you're screwed. <laughs> you were really screwed. You think so? Yeah. I think you you're... think that was it. 
That was my first and only chance. Who wants to that run That would be kind of bad, man. I see people getting second chances all the time around here. Who, now, now, all, that's all I'm going to say. O'Reilly's another story, all right? Yeah. O'Reilly hadn't been performing. Just saying, man. I don't know that, you know, people look at me as, in the same light. And I don't as O'Reilly? Yeah, they do. <laughs> you're, you're the same person. Okay, thanks. <laughs> you're interchangeable. It doesn't matter. Let's go. <laughs> hey, you're, see, you know what? I'm going to pull for you. He's the gator grip of radio. Seriously, though. Here's the thing. I could have drove there. I could have just drove to Charlotte. Is it, is it drove or driven? I always get that confused. I think it's drive. Drive? <laughs> drive. That's how it I is. I could have driven there. I could have drove there. Whatever the case may be. And I don't know about you guys, and I, you know, I, you always got to try to remember how you can relate this to the audience. You know how you always have that one, like loser friend who always like <laughs> skates under the radar, but always gets through life. You know what I mean? That's Spoon for a show. That is not me. Uh oh, John's. Back. I'm a winner. Usually it's only one man, one call. Real quick, John, we got to take a break. You love, you know I'm on your side on this, man. You know you got to bust your ass for this if you want it. You wanted this for seven years. Exactly, man. That's what I'm saying. It was totally out of my hands, and I feel bad, but damn. Hey, John. Don't give up on me after one, you know, one incident. You as bad as you said you did. You could have made it happen, and you know it. Hey, John. Don't you? John. Don't you? Hey, this is J-Dubs. Yeah. John. I know that. Um... From what you heard of uh, Cameron's voice, what do you, what do you think is going to happen in the meeting Monday? I'm not going to make any speculations. I have no clue. It's, We're looking for purely speculation. Go ahead, do it. We're looking for a new stern board op. Speculation. <laughs> Speculate. How, how long does rent pay, Greg? Oh. oh. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm kidding. <laughs> of course. Well, wow. What if we're kidding and Cameron isn't? Ah. <laughs> uh, you gonna get fired? On your day off. All right, man. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back. J-Dubs and I went on a date. And it was a great time. Mm -hmm. We had a great time Friday. Good for you guys. And we, You know, while we were on our date, the, uh, Spoon was stuck in traffic. Yeah. He screwed up. Loosen his job. <sighs> Dustin, did you want to say something? Uh, yeah. What's up, Dustin? Uh, just talking about Spoon, um... I, you know, I'm rooting for him too, not to lose his job. But if he does, you know, uh, y'all can uh, hire me. I'll help y'all out. <laughs> oh man! Yeah, let's go ahead and do this. The El Jefe's Hideout casting call. I'm gonna put you on hold. Uh. Fidel's gonna get your info. Uh, what's your background, Dustin? Um, I'm basically man of all trades. Right now, I'm I'm working with uh, Lance at Full Rock and Karaoke. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, yeah, uh, the buddies that helped out Ron and Fez. Oh, okay. Are you a black man? No, I'm white, man. Damn. <laughs> I'm really looking for some black man. What? <laughs> what? All right. Out there. All right, hold on, Dustin. Oh, I think I remember Dustin. Yeah, I remember who Dustin was. All right, Dustin, hold on, buddy. Did I put him on hold? Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right, let's take a break. Wow. El Jefe's Hideout, 1-800-636-1067-202-432-1067. Uh-oh, look, another person. Jefe, you got my resume. I'm in, brother. I can do it. Looking for help. Who's that, Mr. <laughs> no, that's somebody else. Uh, we'll be back in. Are you okay, Spoon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. We'll be back in a second until half a side out. Looking for black boxes. LFA's hideout. This is LFA's hideout. People that half-ass listen to shows deserve to get in car accidents and die on the Beltway. This is LFA's hideout. There's an NFL blanket, and right on the Giants, you'll see a little bit of me. No! 
You did not punch the clown on my blanket. Sorry. Oh. This is El Jefe's hideout. And normally, there's nothing really wrong with nail salons, and there's nothing wrong with this. But you know, there's the big SAR scare, and you see a bunch of Asian people with masks on, and you think, <laughs> let's roll. 106.7 WJFK. This is El Jefe's hideout. The Saturday night show is on Sunday evening, and it feels good. Yeah. I like this. I like being able to look out and see some light out there. To see cars driving by, know that the world's actually happening out there. Uh, El Jefe, J-Dub, Spoon joining you. 800-636-1067, 202-432-1067. that's E-L-J-E-F-E, and also JFK El Jefe. Uh, Cameron called on the on the hotline during the commercial break. Yeah. He wanted to know if Dubs could run uh, Howard tomorrow. Real funny. <laughs> Real funny. All right, during the uh, meeting dubbed, uh, between uh, Cameron and Spoon, mm-hmm. what color do you think the uh, shirt, Cameron's shirt, is going to be? Cam- he always, he always Pink says it, or yellow. He always, he always has like a new pastel color to wear every day. Probably the push-up orange. Like, you know those push-ups you got when you were a kid that came like Flintstones, <laughs> Little Rapper? Yeah. That's the color of Cameron's shirt usually. I would say that one. I'm thinking Sherbert. Hey. Seafoam blue. Res- res- <laughs> respect Cameron, though. You better not. I do respect Cameron. What are you it's hopping just... in with those jokes for? You can't, what do you mean? You can't participate in the Cameron jokes if I were you. <laughs> Nicole? Hi. Hey, welcome into All Half Ace Hideout. Out. Hey, hey, Nicole. I would want to take your place. I don't want to do that. But how about in addition to a casting call? I'll, I'll audition for a casting call in addition to. Oh, really? So, you, don't, you don't want to do it at somebody else's expense. I would love to get rid of Spoon and bring you in, Nicole. No, don't get rid of Tell me about yourself. No, no, no. You, you want him to stay there. He How old are you? Fun. How old oh, are sweetheart. you? Sweetheart. I'm in my 30s. So Spoon, 39. Are you as old as Spoon, 39? Um, I'm not 39, sweetie. Not 39? No. Um, uh, 29. 29. Lying ass. <laughs> no, I swear to God. You want him to stay there because you're enjoying picking on him too much. Uh, I tell you what, Nicole, hold on, and I'm going to have Fidel get your information because I'm interested in you. All right? Interested in me. We may even bring you I in. Thought we, I thought we didn't want anybody who was going to be taking more smoke breaks than us. Oh, that's true. <laughs> you, you can tell by that voice. You do the menthols, don't you? I don't smoke. Really? I love Ever? It. Wait a second. How many kids do you have? None. Wow. No kids in your 30? You want Wait, wait. With that voice and having no kids, how fat are you? Oh, seriously, seriously, that that voice is either the smoke. She's that, that voice is either a smoker's voice or a fat chick voice. Um, Nicole, extremely. Uh, Tell me, emaciated, huh? Extremely small belt. Yes. All right, hold on. We're gonna get your info. We're gonna in- liar. We're gonna get your info. No, I'm not. And we're gonna have you come Why? in. We're gonna have. Why? Bring her up here. Oh, wait a second. We're gonna have her come in. And we're going to have her do two scoops of spoon one night. Make sure you get Fidel your info, okay? Hold on. I can't wait for this. Stan. Hey, how's it going, fellas? What's up, man? Welcome into our half side out. What's up, brother? Not much. I was just listening to you looking for a replacement, looking for a black man. So I called in. You got radio experience? Yes, I do. I used to work at a radio station in Philadelphia as an associate producer and reporter. Wow. You got you got real experience. I know. Yeah. Actually, I've been looking for a job in radio since I moved down here. You know what? Honestly, what are you What are you doing right now to uh, make ends meet? I'm a stand-up comedian. Really? Damn. Yeah. We hit the mother load. 
Wow. <laughs> Where do you play? Uh, let's see. Uh, the DC Improv. Uh, jokes on us. Damn. Uh, out in Tyson's Corner at uh, Wise Acres, all around the area of Baltimore, Philadelphia area. As well. You know what? Spoon didn't look that nervous of getting fired before, but now he does. <laughs> now, now, now that he hears the potential replacements. Oh, man. You don't want to do that job, dude. It'll take away from your uh, stand-up gig. How do you stand? No, we uh, can promote I'm him. In my, I'm in my 30s. Perfect. How many babies you got? I don't have any. Look at this. How do all these people in their 30s have no babies? Spoon's got three from three different baby mamas. I don't know. Spoon's a horny guy, man. <laughs> Spoon doesn't Maybe know. They're shooting blanks. See everything about that. Spoon doesn't know how to extract. No. Hey, stands on the serious. Yeah. On the serious note, hold on. Fidel's gonna get your information. Okay. All right, bro. I like that. Black stand-up comedian, associate producer, reporter, somebody that we can get in here and do some real stuff. Hold on, brother. <laughs> 800 I hate you guys. You guys are supposed to be my support, man. <laughs> Who's tearing me down? 432-1067. Hefe's hiring. <laughs> you got to be a stupid m to get fired on your day off. Yeah, God. I know. Damn, man. How do you do that? How do you not get up on Thursday? I did get up on Thursday. To come here and sleep at Dulles. Oh, man. I, I, bro, I, I thought I had it worked out. I did, you know, here's what I would have done. I went horribly wrong. I'd have driven from the Outer Banks to Dulles and back just to time it and make sure that it worked out. Worked yeah, out okay. all right. <laughs> Brian, welcome into All Half Face Hideout. Hey, man, how y'all doing? What's up, brother? What's up? Yeah, I just want to talk about the idiot spoon. <laughs> he, uh, I mean, I understand he only gave, like, what, three hours from Richmond to get to Dulles? What kind of idiot does that? I mean, he's a douchebag. I mean, I live in Woodbridge, Virginia. I allow like two, three hours just to get from there to Dulles when I get a. <laughs> well, you're a dumb. Well, whatever, dude. You're. It only takes a half hour. Hey, hey 40, uh, forty-five minutes. Hey, Brian. Woodbridge. Brian, yeah. have, you, have you ever missed a flight? Hell no. I've never missed a flight either, ever. I'm so like. I was at the door. This wench wouldn't let me on. <laughs> I mean, I was there. Here's here, Again, here's my thing, Dubs. What was I telling you? Has a problem with taking responsibility. So it was the, no. it was the three baby mama bitches' fault that they got pregnant, right? Not you. Uh, bro, I, no, I take responsibility for all my actions. And I'm taking responsibility for this, but I'm just saying there were, uh, you know, some circumstances. There you go. Thank you, Dubs. Hey. And, uh, you know. When Dubs is helping I, you with vocabulary, it was just a, well, dude, I'm, I'm so like my mind is just spinning from this whole thing all weekend, man. As well, I feel so nauseous, dude. You don't understand. It sucks. When was the last time we had a feeling like that where you just know you're screwed? Uh -oh. But dude, I heard you left a delay on during the game. What's up with that? Okay, first of all, you saw that on DCRTV.com, yeah. and I'm not even in charge of that. Well, someone need you know, you're in charge of this. The delay's right over here, right next to you. But I don't have any control <laughs> over syncing it up. Listen okay. to you trying to pawn it off. Right. You're supposed to uh, make sure that it's off when you go on now. Hey. Get that cam. There was, I wasn't the only mistake happening. <laughs> don't yell at Cameron. Look at you. No, I just want him to take in, you know, Hold on. everything into. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. And here's the other thing, too. You know what time I had to be here for my gig yesterday? My first time being here in this gig with the Redskins. I had to be here at 5. You know what time I got here? 9 in the morning. 4. 
I got here at 4 o'clock. Okay. And, and I planned to be two hours and 15 minutes early for this flight, and it just didn't happen. And that's why it's El Jefe's hideout. All right. I, I did get there at like 8. <laughs> and that's food's playpen. Whatever. Nancy, welcome into El Jefe's hideout on 106.7 WJFK. Hi, how are you? I'm good. 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 Well, I have to say I've been uh, almost 20 years in radio, program director and morning show announcer. Why are you and calling us? <laughs> I have to tell you, I flew for the very first time in my life by myself just three weeks ago, and I made it on time. Of course you did. And even you knew that when the ticket says you leave at 7.17 or 9.15, that means that's when the plane's wheels are off the ground. That's right, because it says on your boarding pass to be there at least 30 minutes before because boarding starts 10 minutes before. Okay. I didn't get a boarding pass until I got there. That's another thing that I didn't get. All I right. mean, so... Spoon, I'm done with you. Yeah. As is Cameron. <laughs> <laughs> you got to be a stupid m to get fired on your day off. Oh. Yeah, whatever. Hit the uh, hit the baseball music for me. <laughs> El Jefe would like to congratulate the Falls Church Newshounds of the Washington D.C. NABA for clen clinching a playoff berth. Yesterday, El Jefe went. Don't be a dick. Why? Who cares? <laughs> went two for three <laughs> with two RBIs. Oh my God! And I, good to hear this. and I also got the save. Um, I got to tell you though, I genuinely think I missed my calling. Why? Baseball. I genuinely think I missed it, and here's why. I'm a, I'm a pretty good player at it. I was actually scouted in high school. You know when it all went downhill for me? When you I met your ex-wife. Exactly. When I started getting some ass, man. Yep. I started hitting the poon. I started slapping the skins. Bro, that was like me with football, man. Same exact situation. Look at you. You're 5'6", 130 pounds. You had no dude, future I, in football. Dude, I absolutely did. I had people in uh, from James Madison in 11th grade looking at me. And I'm not 5'6". 5'6", <laughs> five, six, five, six, 39 years old. <laughs> What's up, Bunani? Hold on. Get... Yeah, yeah. No, sorry. Uh, congratulations on uh, the playoffs. Does this mean you guys uh, get to go to Williamsport and play in the Little League World Series? <laughs> <laughs> man, I love baseball. Well, the thing is, <laughs> baseball's a dying sport. Right. Right. It, it totally is. And no one cares about Major League Baseball, let alone your wood or aluminum league. So <laughs> wood or aluminum. Um, Either or. I do, man. I actually want to see you playing in the playoffs. No, I want to check out a couple games. Good night. You'll never see me there. <laughs> You're a dick. Why can't you come watch me, man? Why can't you support your brother? Huh? Because hey, bad, 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 bad. So wing. You're hung up on a dream, my friend, and it's getting to be sad. You think it is? Yeah. Here's the thing, man. I think I would have had a legitimate future in baseball. But, like, it's, I was, like, a hundred and, like, I don't know, maybe 80 pounds. Cue up, up glory days for me, okay? John Cougar. Sorry. Five nine, And I was recruited, and I had Major League Scouts looking at me for, like, two weeks. For two weeks. And then, they, you know, saw through all the BS. But I started hitting it, man. And what is it about a girl's private parts that makes you just forget about everything in the world? And I want to know... 1-800-636-1067-202-432-1067. Just real quick, like what dreams died between the legs of an 18-year-old chick when you're in high school? You know what I mean? Ask Kobe about that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Right. <laughs> yeah. A dream of a big Nike endorsement. <laughs> a... <laughs> Nutter butter from Italy. What happened with you? Was it, it was one of those things where I was working out twice a day. I was running three miles. I was eating well. But as soon as I started slapping it, man, as soon as it started happening, I gave up. I didn't want to work out anymore. I didn't care about my batting average. I didn't care if I threw the guy out at second anymore. Because I knew afterwards I was getting oral. And this is the thing. Back then, too, I was able to get oral, complete, then give. And then, like, you know, actually perform the act for, like, an hour. That was a stud. You know, I could, I could, I could see his ex-girlfriend, you know, in high school doing that action and throwing the finger in the no-no. Yeah. <laughs> hey, now. <laughs> I know. What did you think the first time that ever happened to you? That was like, hey. That never what? happened. That's never happened to you? Or well, a girl just like, yeah. yeah. Like, there's a lot of people out there, a lot of these sex shows that... Encourage girls to do this. And then they, you know, they throw the finger and <laughs> you're like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> I know, I never really liked that. It always, like, freaked me out. Is that when he dances a lot? What has this girl been doing? Yeah, like, like what guy has she been with? Right. They actually enjoy it. <laughs> they request it. But you know what, man? If you think about a boxer, I mean, if a girl got a good manicure, maybe it'd be enjoyable. <laughs> So when she's been chewing our nails and it's jagged. <laughs> right. and, I wonder, and I wonder why I have a problem with hemorrhoids. <laughs> she puts the, the beads on her nails and stuff. <laughs> but think about this. A boxer, when he's training, doesn't have sex at all. And there's a reason for that. Because it takes away from that testosterone. Just like you were saying, you, you know, you're thinking about getting ass. You're not thinking about running and working out and doing all that stuff. Not to mention you probably didn't have the strength for it because you were banging so much. That's true. You know what I mean? When you first start going out with a chick, that's all you want to do. Um, here's the other thing, too. Uh, okay. Except for she pulls that finger thing, and that's the last thing you want. Hey! <laughs> you crazy bitch. <laughs> you hit her with your textbook. Stop. <laughs> what is that? If she puts your, your finger where the no-no, no. No, I, think, I think she deserves a social science book up across the head. No. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Stop encouraging violence All right. against women. I'm going to go put my finger. No. Where you where right, you don't want it, right? And you, I'll see what you do. You're gonna hit me with something. I'm gonna hit you. Yeah. Not some chick that's trying to, uh, you know, help me climax. Well, what if I was helping you do that? <laughs> well, in that case, <laughs> bend me over, call me sweetie. <laughs> she probably have to navigate through all the air though with that. <laughs> She's getting caught. Shut up. I'm going through the single batteries. <laughs> My point is, is that guy Spoon gave up a football career. No, I didn't. I gave up a baseball career, oh. all for, you know, the the, the skin. And yeah. I, don't, I don't think women realize the power that lies between their legs. If they did, like, if here's the thing: if I was a chick, I'd be more like put off by homosexuals and afraid of homosexuality than guys should be. Because I think once, like, to me, gay people have it the best. They don't have to deal with chicks anymore. And it's just like you got two guys who are just completely horny all the time, able to satisfy each other, and they don't need a, a woman or a headache or anything. If it weren't for the whole, I don't know, penis thing, 
It may be kind of cool. <laughs> no? That, that is a big hurdle to jump, though. <laughs> I'm not the Carl Lewis in that uh, triathlon. A guy's hairy ass. By the way, Punani, get in love. here. Fine love. Well, we're going to talk about that a little bit more later on because Dubs and I have to talk about our date. But first, I want to um, I want to say something to Johnny Punani as he comes rumbling into the studio. I want to say to you, Mr. Punani, Ooh. hey, man, happy birthday. Yeah. Happy birthday. Is Punani's bro. birthday? No. All right. Yes, couple yesterday it was. A couple days ago. Was yeah. it? How, yes, yes. how old did you turn? 21. 40? 21. Are you 40 years old now? Ni 1982. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah, 1982. <laughs> so here's the thing. Have you ever been over to Bridges here in Fairfax? Uh, yeah, maybe once or twice. I was pleasantly surprised by the quality oh, yeah. of a uh, chick that hangs out there. Now, I don't know. Maybe there are people listening in D.C. or something that are laughing at me, calling me trash, because I like the Fairfax bar. But um, that was very impressive, and man, it makes me miss the days of going and just hanging out at the bar after the show, like we did with Ron and Fez uh, the other night, at least with Fezzy and some of the listeners. Punani, what did you do for your birthday, bro? Yeah, when watched the uh, DC United win a game. Are you kidding? Hey, man, great game, great game. Soccer is great. Oh, did you treat yourself to anything? Oh, oh hell no, man. I'm not into that. Baked goods? Yeah. No. No. Nothing, nothing exciting at all. You just went to a soccer. It just, you, that, could, you were. Hey, I, I did my. I did the sushi thing, and then uh, with my dad, my dad unit, and uh, then we went to uh, soccer. That to me is a perfect day. You didn't uh, visit your bang buddy. No, well, I mean that was the thing. I got got a story about that. I know you guys are dying to hear. Yeah, um, I'm supposed to, I'm supposed to be down there right now. So, are you really? Yeah. yeah. You smart stay, collar stayed here. You stayed here for the show? No, I'm gonna go down there after the show. Can we smart call her? Well, I mean, here's the thing. I, I mean, we're gonna try one of these one of these days. Uh, I'm gonna go down there. I'm gonna try to call during the show. Oh no. In uh, mid <laughs> mid. No. But I mean, I, I'm trying to think. I mean, I don't have a cell phone. Oh, here we go. And it, you know, I want to make sure I hide it. You know. So, uh, you know, hide what? You all hide the phone so she doesn't know what's going on. Oh, uh, yeah. And I want to prove. Well, I know. Well, I know. That's. Uh, Cameron's not listening. Yeah, he's not going to know. <laughs> oh, I is. think he is. I think he's trying. Well, this, is all, this is all, of course, just for the radio, so it's not really going on. He's so. trying to tally evidence to fire Spoon. <laughs> <laughs> I got old. I got old show tapes where he's cussing on the air that we can do. <laughs> <laughs> Right. I was wondering why Cameron wanted me to come in. You know, of course, I, my real job is as a bake up at the bakery, and I brought. You know, Cameron said, "Bring in a big platter tomorrow morning. Make sure you're here at uh, six. And of course, I have run Stern before, so. Wow. Don't know. Don't know. Could be an interesting. Th nah, I'm only kidding. Don't only kid. You're a riot, dude. Play it along. <laughs> you're damn funny, man. What's the matter with you? I'll kill you. Punani actually wanted your advice because I know you're a sexual stud. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so here's the thing. I'm wondering if I got hit on. Dubs, I've already told you the story, but maybe you can help me elaborate okay. on it. You remember when we were talking about redhead stinking? And was it Reamer, our buddy who's down in Little Rock doing yeah. that at the rock station? Had this whole thing about redheads stinking like you know down there or whatever and so we had talked about it on the air but then we had also talked about you know there's somebody here she's really nice blah 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 i don't know whatever the whole thing well she was listening to the show and she heard the whole thing she's a redhead by the way no she heard the whole thing about redhead stinking <sighs> and so she goes well that's your theory halfang was listening to the show and that whole thing about redheads 
It's not true. And that was it. So, wow. And so, and so I'm like, ah, ha, ha, ha. that was Spoon who said that. He's so silly. Oh. I'm going to go back and Blame it on me. I'm gonna oh, go... You're not going to be here in a week, so yeah, it's okay. on you. Uh, everything's going on here. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go back into the back room and ha, ha, ha. Now, I was conflicted. And there was this time in my head for two seconds where I was like, okay, do I laugh it off and be like, oh, we're so crazy on the air, blah, blah, blah. Or... Is it one of those things where I say, well, can I find out? That's what, I, that's what I've gone for. Now, I've said, now, I, prove it. You have to prove it. I, I am a firm believer in redhead smell until I smell anything different. Can I no, sniff I mean, a chair? I mean, no, no, that's not even sniff a chair. You just say, well, pluck one and let me uh, put it on my upper lip. <laughs> but no, I mean, okay. <laughs> I mean, here, here's my here's my expertise. Now, understand. I want you to understand. I know you're, you're the recent divorce. You, you, you're kind of new in this game again. I understand that. But if you told me that, I would think you're new, new Rory. You know, with the uh, whole thing I'm getting hit on. No, man, she was just talking. You know. Okay. But and, well, I don't know though. I don't know. I, I shouldn't have reached into it then. I, I, it's the second question. Is always the important one. When I ask, can I smell? Right. You know. And, and then seeing if she says, if you don't get slapped, you're in. So if she says. You're so disgusting. Then I could play it off like, ah, I was just kidding. You know how I do it. You know how Spoon does it. Well, I mean, as long as you don't get, my, my theory, as long as you don't get slapped, you're in. <laughs> you just got to, you know. You, What's you, that you Kobe oh. theory? Yeah, that's yeah, the Kobe you know, theory. That's right. <laughs> Kobe and Punani hanging out in Denver. 800-636-1067-2024321067. I'm not used to actually having to take a break. I know. Do you want to take a break? Yeah, we kind of got to. We have to. Goddamn commercials. Some of these time parts. Stupid-ass commercials. All right, well, we're going to take a break. Once again, it is an abbreviated El Jefe's Hideout on Sunday nights. I like the Sunday night thing. Yeah. The very first talk show I did was on a Sunday night. Maybe we'll have to make a weekly thing of this. Are we doing it Sunday nights? We can't until football season's over, but... Yeah, maybe, uh, I don't know. How about branching out Saturdays and Sundays from 7 to 9 o'clock? How about every week, every weekday after Ron Fest, 11 to 1? I can deal with that too. Me too. 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. On a uh, Sunday night because of the Washington Redskins and their Saturday night games for the next few weekends. Uh, and also, you know, feel free to hit up the website if you're listening to the show for the very first time. Uh, El Jefe Spoon, J Dubs here with you. El Jefe.tk. Learn a little bit more about the show. Or uh, also, uh, EJ Hideout.cjb. Uh, dot net, all that kind of fun stuff. JFK El Jefe, the AOL for broadband instant messaging. We're going to come back and tell you about the date with uh, J Dubs and myself, and also we still have mandatory Manson on the way. El Jefe's hideout 106.7. It's spoonless, WJFK. <laughs> now, 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 you can say you've got a Mexican friend. El Jefe's hideout. El Jefe's hideout.
Welcome back into El Jefe's Hideout. Again, an abbreviated show, 106.7 WJFK, El Jefe, Spoon, J-Dubs. Uh, thanks for the help from Punani and Fidel as well. 800-636-1067-202-432-1067, eljefe.tk, E-L-J-E-F-E. Also use the same thing when AOL for broadband, instant messaging, JFK El Jefe, exact same spelling. Um, want to say hello to everybody that's online for us. We got C Clubber, we've got uh, Tommy. Oh. <laughs> that's from C Clubber. Is I know. That, uh, is that Punani's hookup? That's <laughs> that is. That's Punani's F buddy right there. Big fat nasty skank. Um, El Jefe uh, here with you, of course. So uh, hopefully everybody's doing well on this Sunday. Hopefully you're not thinking, uh-oh, it's Saturday. I can go out and get wasted tonight. <clears throat> show's on early. Think the show sounds good at an early hour? Yeah? Yeah. I like it, man. Hopefully you're listening, Cameron. Feels like we're doing something illegal being, you know, on the air and it being light and everything. Well, why you, why is weird? Why does everything have to be illegal with you? I, mean, <laughs> I don't know. You have to, I just get these feelings. Is it because you're constantly doing illegal things? Not at all. You can't separate uh, your real life from the radio life? Speaking of not being able to separate stuff, J-Dubs and I are always together. J-Dubs and I are together constantly. Hold my hand. Hold my hand when we tell this story. So here's what happens, Spoon. Uh, we're, we're hanging out. Look at you. getting comfortable, didn't you? I got a little uncomfortable. You got uncomfortable. You're holding my hand for two seconds. Yeah. What do you... Well, you're, you're blushing, though. He you're, is. He likes it. Your hands, you don't. You need to start using lotion on them. They're very rough. It's baseball. They're very rough. I got the He's a man, dude. So this finger wouldn't... Still my hands. Still soft there. I can't because my hands are rough. Do you moisturize? Rough. I do. Oh, they are nice. Yes. Is that palm olive? <laughs> I use palm olive. It doesn't work. It's because I'm throwing those 80-mile-per-hour fastballs. You're so sad. Shut up. Can you still get it up to 80? Um, I don't know. I, yesterday, I felt like I was going to blow my elbow out. Yeah. Yeah, it hurt. I know, man. even hurts now. Getting back to old dubs into my date, though. Friday, at the end of the week, I like to treat myself because it's, it's a very long week that we're working. Oh, by the way, we like to treat ourselves by going out to movies on Friday. Yeah. And this Friday is going to be a good one. What's coming out this Friday? Freddy versus Jason. This Friday? I believe it's the 14th. Wow. Or 15th. 14th, I don't know. 15th, it comes out. Yep. All right. Definitely. We'll have to go see that then. Um, we, so we, what we did is we went to Baja Fresh. Dubs bought that. So then we went to go see the movie SWAT, which, by the way, was atrocious. Horrible. Just a really bad cliche of a movie. What was the name of the guy in the movie that looked like Spoon and acted like Spoon? <laughs> Can you remember? His, was it like... Buster or something like that? Bo Boxer. Boxer. Boxer was his name. Of all the movies that are out now, you went to see SWAT. What other movies are right now? Sure. Pirates of the Caribbean, very good movie. I yeah. saw that. Uh, Bee Biscuit is a good movie. Actually, Pirates wasn't playing when we went there. Yeah. It wasn't playing until later shows when we went to a matinee. Oh, okay. We went to like the 12 o'clock showing or whatever. Right. One of kids screaming in there and everything. No, yeah. Oh, oh that was yeah. terrible. All the it's high cool. schoolers are still in the movies. And... Don't go to matinee. Oh. I, were, we, were we complete asses when we were in high school like we ruled the world and talking trash i'm still <laughs> like <was>. that <laughs> you know i'm still like that you remember me in the movie i was talking so much ass yeah you know i was in there just making comments left and right I, i'm i'm the a-hole at the movie theaters what's some of the stuff you were doing at the movie 
You weren't yelling. Oh, I, like, there'd be, like, a real bad part, like, a real bad one-liner, and, like, a bunch of the kids would be laughing because he said, like, the, like, called someone ass or something, you know, and, all, and like, everybody would be going, ha, 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 and, like, after everybody calmed down, I went, ha! Yeah, he's that dick that's, like, laughing inappropriately and at the wrong time. Just, just throwing everybody off of the rhythm of their movie-going experience. Right. But there was no rhythm to that movie-going experience. I wouldn't be doing that if it was a good movie. And my girlfriend was at work yesterday, and one of her uh, different associates there came in and was like, and went to SWAT yesterday. Great movie. No way. Yeah. What trash does she work with? Plenty. I betcha. So anyway, Dubs and I go, and we go to sit down at the movie theater, inside the movies, and we decide we're going to sit on the right aisle. Dub sits down in the second seat. I have to have the aisle seat. So what do I do? I sit right next to J-Dubs in the movie theater. <sighs> we're, we're right next to each other, rubbing hairy legs. Not purposely, <laughs> but it's because we're sitting next to each other. Was there that many people? Couldn't no. you move over? No, he, we had the whole row to ourselves, <laughs> and he insists on sitting next to me. <laughs> Again, though... I'm comfortable in my sexuality. I don't need the traditional homo seat in the middle. And again, I'm not I, saying homo disparagingly. I'm just saying this, you're not listening to the Jeremy Shockey show. You're listening to Al Hafe. I'm just saying usually homophobes need that seat in between. For instance, if Spooner and I were to go to a movie, I guarantee you Spoon would probably have two seats in between because he'd be so tempted to stick his hand in my lap. See... With me, it's just a thing of, there's more room. I mean, you know, if you got the whole row, there's just more room if you, you know, leave a seat or two. You're absolutely right. And, <laughs> and I wouldn't be worried about me, you freak. <laughs> Somebody else wants me to mention the website again. El Jefe, E-L-J-E-F-E dot T-K. So, Dubs and I went to the movie. It was a horrible movie-going experience. But then we were over at this Fair Oaks Plaza, I guess it is, over here on West Ox Road mm -hmm. in Fairfax, I guess. We don't go anywhere else no. in the world. Actually, I did go one other place I'm going to tell you about in a second. I went today. I was down in D.C. Um, big city living. Big city living you know, for the Mexican there. <laughs> Getting out and seeing the folks. Um, but we go to Tower Records, and I bought this Monster Jams. And I wonder if she could tell I'm home right now. Um, so, as it turns out, you know, I, I'm looking for something to take me back to my high school days. Always. He's always looking for that. I've even come to the realization, I'm going to buy a membership to classmates.com. I've realized that I need to get into my zone. I, I need to get back to where I was just a man. You know what I mean? Isn't that so sad? If high school is that big of a... But I wasn't a... We've talked about this before, and I don't want to go too in-depth to it. I just wanted to get some songs, if you'll hand me the CD case. Right. I wanted to get some songs that took me back. And by the way, this is when R&B was good. You know what I mean? You got... Um, I agree with you. SWV, Genuine, Tony, Tony, Tony. What happened to them? I don't know. Monster Jams as seen on TV. Hey. Great CD. And I love this song, too. Too Close from Next. Turn it up. See, I was in the club at this time. Now. Were you? Already, yeah. Were you 37? Yeah, pushing it up. Hey, here's the, th the reason I like this song so much is because it's also kind of funny. Because I actually danced with an ex-program director, whose name was Barbie, just so you know. Uh, to this song. <laughs> but this song is like about a guy dancing with a chick 
and then popping a little wood. Right, right. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I was just like, this is a cool song. This is a funny song. Yeah, the whole thing about this, everybody remembers being at a younger age, dancing with a girl, and popping a little, you know, step. Dude, I never and, minded that. I didn't I don't, I know. We saw you with the stripper. Right, the exactly. I don't mind it anymore. But like in like high school dances when it happened, yeah. you'd always kind of dance with your butt out a little bit just so like <laughs> they wouldn't feel it rubbing. You know, just because you didn't want that. How should I, what, did. But, I did. Let's dance. <laughs> oh, oh, my gosh. <laughs> See, you don't want. They were grinding. And I felt I felt this song working on you. No, that, you didn't. Is that the way it would go, though? You'd be the butch. I would. I would. I'd. I'd bend him like no other. <laughs> but here's. But yeah, like I didn't like, like to dance a lot. But when I did dance, I would always pop one. And so it's one of those things that at either. And this is why I think chicks can be whores. Not all the time because I'm a feminist. But like I didn't even I didn't even like it when my ex-wife danced with guys, because you know when they're feeling it, they back it up, and they're grinding on. Yeah. It. And they they know that they're working it for that split second on the dance floor at the Platinum Club or wherever it is you are, the chick turns into a stripper, and she's grinding yeah. so, so you can buy her that next drink. Because you know if a chick feels one in your pants, she knows she's getting paid. Gotcha. She's at least got a drink from you. Yeah. All you're doing is you're trying to feed them screwdrivers so you can keep dancing. And keep... Now, have you ever been to the point where you're dancing with somebody and you're about to finish? No. Because the no. Robins... <laughs> me, no. me. That's totally inappropriate. <laughs> me either. <laughs> so, uh... No, let's get back to that. Have you... Have you ever done the act? Like, actually... Not at a dance club. I came really close, though. At what, at a party when you're dancing or something, or what? Yeah, I hadn't been laid yet. It was a high school party. <laughs> it was it was like one of those it was one of those house parties. You know what I mean? Yeah. You got the the Friday night house party after the football game. You're dancing on the chick. You know, you got your thing going. You see, what when you're that young and you haven't gotten it yet, and you're you're more susceptible to actually prematurely right. doing that. Right. Yeah. Right. You wear tidy whities so you can tuck back. That's what I do. That's why I've always worn tidy whities. <laughs> you still do? Yeah, I wear tidy whities now. Oh. I don't do whities anymore because I had a problem with the wiping, <laughs> and it's like you know they're, you know, your, your you know, ex had to do your laundry the, and everything. Well, the old joke where they're color coded yellow for the front, brown for the back. I got a real bad problem with that. That's why I went to a baby wipes legitimately. I always carry them with me. Uh, Trek five. Telling me no. This is Kobe's song. <laughs> But again, this is when R. Kelly was cool. Right. Well, this is when he was messing around with Aaliyah. When we thought he was cool. When he was messing around with Aaliyah. Yeah. But anyway, um, so we're going out. Get Dub's song ready. Because Dub's also made a purchase. Yeah. But I was listening to this, this CD. And it great songs. Boys to Men on here. Jade, Don't Walk Away. That night, I had a dream about my 10-year high school reunion. All right. And the very first chick that I ever fell in love with, like coming back to me and saying she had to have me. So, Cheese Face, you're the guy on the internet that I can, like, depend on. I need somebody to find this chick for me now that I'm divorced. So, Cheese Face, I'm going to give you a name, and I want you to use all your internet powers 
to find this chick for me. I try to find this chick for you, and I, I just I can't crack the internet like that. Yeah, and I think Cheese Face. I really somebody, have a problem finding people on the internet. I think Cheese Face is somebody that could do this for me. So I, I gotta now that I'm divorced, I gotta get on this. And I don't know, it's gonna be one of those things like the classmates television show where she's not even gonna remember me. <laughs> but I gotta at least try. It's so sad. From geek to chic. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> From employed to unemployed. Oh, okay. From paycheck to food stamps. <laughs> the story of Spoon. <laughs> How the hell are you going to get fired on your day off? So that was my purchase. I think everybody could agree that this is, I mean, these are songs that we're going to be doing on El Jefe's Old School Jam of the Week when we got time. Come All right, on. right on. You know? Also, Mandatory Manson, stick around for that. We got a great one tonight. Some old school off of Antichrist Superstar. But then dubs. I want you to do the, I want you to do gradual fade from my my purchase to J Dubs' purchase. 106.7 WJFK. Well, the thing with my purchase, I'm a claymate. And I love this guy, Clay Aiken. <laughs> Dubs. <laughs> Does he play no, the piano? Seriously. If, if this was any legitimate band singing the song, everybody would love it. No, they wouldn't. What? Listen, this is a good part. Listen to it. What are you talking about? This is okay. not a good part. You know what I see this being? I see this being the song that's in the background when you're about to have your first homosexual experience. <laughs> I, I would agree with that. All right. If, if the, this song was playing and two people are having their first homosexual experience, I could see, like, Fidel being, like, the virgin and, and Spoon being the, the old hand at it, you know? And Spoon kind of, you know, he's trying to work work Fidel into it, so he kind of just so for, he, he turns on to the he turns on the music. Yeah, he uh, turns on the music, unzips his pants just a little bit, gives him a half-ass uh, HJ, you know. Wait, wait. Who's holding who here? But it, don't worry about that. But here's the thing, though. More than that, the song's on. Like you're sitting there and you're drinking a beer. It's uncomfortable in the loft that you're hanging out, and then you look over. And there's that look for a second. Imagine the look you never you're about to like get with a chick for the first time, but instead it's your, you know, your best male friend. Yeah. Looking back at you like, are you ready to do this? Are you ready? And then, you know what this song is, dude? <laughs> Can I play you a theme song that sounds just like this? Wait a second. I can, wait, Spoon, can you say this for me? What? <laughs> Don't get it on the blue jeans. <laughs> say it. <laughs> Just say it. For what do you mean? Just say. Don't get it on the blue jeans. See, I can I can totally see you saying that to Fidel. <laughs> Fidel's sitting there like they're they're new. Uh, they're I'm watching. Just, I'm Fidel. the one sitting back, right? There's new. Yeah, there's new oh, Wranglers. Because right, well, you're the virgin. Yeah, he's trying. He's trying to. He's trying to get you into the club. You know, he's trying to give you your first pass. <laughs> well, that's awesome. <laughs> I, you really like this song. Oh, I do. You know what this yeah, sounds like, right? Turn it up. Right. Look at me. <laughs> look at Joe. Look Fidel. Look at this. Fidel said, what's up? Fidel's right. Hey, big He gives you the nod. It's okay. Hop on the knob. <laughs> the nod to hop on the knob. Oh, man. 
You really like this song, don't you? Oh, I do. I dig it. And here's the thing, too. We're driving back from Tower Records, and we got the windows rolled down because it's a hot-ass day on, on uh, Friday. Dubs has this cranked. Pulling up next to hot chicks. Yeah, and he's like crushing the back of my neck. <laughs> and everybody's All right. Looking. Now, if we're talking about like this being an like, experience right here, at the end of the song, if this is like a gay music video, at the end of the song, I could just see the like, Fidel pulling away, just tell himself, that doesn't make me gay. You know? I, I still like chicks. Not that there's anything wrong with it. No, but. This is the same song right here. This is a television thing. It's the same case, though. I can't believe right? Am I right? Am I right? This is pretty good. What's this from? Hold on. Great American hero. Should have been. Thank That's great. That, that is not great. It's great. the same that, thing, though. You know what I mean? Oh, better. come on. If it's Eddie, actually better than the Clay Aikens. No. Yeah, you ain't um, I mean, I can see I can see Eddie Money pulling in like a number one hit with that it song. It does me. Shut up. <laughs> this guy can make Ryan Seacrest's day. Uh, wow. 800-636-1067. Don't worry. You're going to be getting oral from Spoon later. <laughs> it doesn't make me gay. No, not at all. It, it doesn't. Him, yes. Not me. 202. <laughs> For the internal struggle going on afterwards. 1067. Not only afterward, but before. <laughs> yeah. You know, you're sitting there. You're sitting on the couch uncomfortable. You know you know why you went out. You know why you went to the White Stripes concert. <laughs> oh, God. You know why you went to dinner. <laughs> you're back at the apartment. The, the, the music director doesn't want to talk about the job. <laughs> he wants to talk about you. Of course, we're talking about the time when I went... What I thought was an interview, I ended up being on a date with a, <laughs> a gay, date? gay uh, yeah, I went on a date with a gay music director. Again, there's Did nothing, the nothing wrong no. with it. He didn't, he I didn't, I didn't do anything. He didn't hold up your end of the bargain? I didn't hold my end of the bargain. He didn't, well. did he, he hold your end of the bargain? He hit the job, he gave the job. <laughs> That's what ended up happening. That was good. <laughs> so anyway, but it's like, and it's one of those, because you know whenever you're with a new chick for the first time, there's always that awkwardness. You're sitting on the couch next to each other. She's waiting to get paid. You know, and it's, you look at each other and it's like, it's that time. You know, you don't it's sing. It's It's that time. And then Clay Aiken's in the background just going. And you just hop into it. And then Maybe after completion, it's just me. <laughs> So amazing. 800-636-1067, 202-432-1067. Now, there's no bigger homophobe than uh, Spoon. Spoon, you're a homophobe, right? No. No such word, okay? Go find it in the dictionary. I hate these made-up words. Uh, you ask anybody what homophobe means, it means they know what it is, oh, but it's not a real word. Okay, you're it's ridiculous. You, you are uh, afraid of gay people. No, I'm not afraid of them. You don't like them? Dude, A. At that, at the Dave and Buster's, um, you know, our live show with Ron, with Ron and Fez, the first guy that did karaoke could definitely have been gay, and I, I couldn't have been nicer to the dude. I talked to him. I said, "Hey, what's up, man? What's yeah? You're a big listener, blah blah blah." I, can, I spent ten minutes with this kid, and I, you know, I was totally nice to him. I just don't, you know, I don't have friends that are gay. Did I mean, you ask him if he completed? Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> it would have taken 12 minutes. He left you know, blue nads. <laughs> he tried to throw me off, though. He was like, yeah, I was talking to this girl over there, and I said, wait a minute, I have <laughs> I have a girlfriend. Yeah. And she wanted my phone number and everything, but I was like, no, nah, yeah, I have a girlfriend. I'm like, you got to be kidding me, right? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I'm like, Stop dude. making fun of listeners. Hey, man, he was a nice guy. I talked to him, but he was gay, Here's and I wasn't afraid of him. I got a thing. I got a question for you, Spoon. Yes. Today, I went to a gay-friendly hamburger joint in Washington, D.C. All right? Big fun. I w it actually was a good time. <laughs> I'd be willing to buy the crew lunch. Like raw meat going on. I would be willing to buy the crew lunch if you guys would get over your homophobia and come down to this gay-friendly hamburger joint and just sit there and have some burgers and some beers with you. But what's accept? the point? Oh, it all depends on me. Uh, what kind of meat do they put between the buns? Exactly. Hamburger meat, you jackasses. Kind of special sauce? Yeah, you sure they don't slap themselves on it before they... Are you kidding? <laughs> no. <laughs> See? I sit here and I try to... I want to take you out and get you some culture and make you realize... <laughs> right. ...that homosexuals, no matter where they work, they aren't sexual deviants. They, they aren't going to... I don't know. They aren't going to serve you the helmet burger, all right? All right who knows? Are you, are you legitimately serious about this? Are you may say I feel safe for someone or someone? Look, I don't like eating out at somewhere. I mean, there's all kinds of crazy stuff that happens in a kitchen, and a gay kitchen. I, uh, what do you mean a gay <laughs> kitchen? What's the difference? What do you think they're going to be back there slapping skins? Are you on crack? No. What? Regular people never have sex in a restaurant in the back? Well, I what? mean, come on. Well, wait a second. What's the difference in if regular people are having sex and gay people are having oh, sex? Oh, they're mo more prone to get it, a disease. It's the same. Oh, you are such a Neanderthal. Dude, no, <laughs> dude, that's a fact. What are you talking about? I'm a Neanderthal. You're, you're a goddamn Neanderthal. Okay. I wish. I wish you'd been run over by that plane you missed. <laughs> I wish that you would have been. I wish that you'd been running down the tarmac to catch that plane and, like, in Dumb and Dumber, you had fallen off and broken your neck it would have been cool if it wrecked and i missed it <laughs> that wasn't dumb enough it would have been like final around. destination you know what i mean oh then cameron would be dead are you saying that you wish cameron had died no not at all yes you are i would have been vindicated vindicated <laughs> how would you have been vindicated do you realize do you realize that you are just a complete <sighs> ass <laughs> that's all right ladies love me because I'm cuddly and I'm genuine. What are you talking about? Cuddly and unemployed <laughs> as of Monday after Stern. Right. God, I'm going to feel bad if that's true. Yeah. Maybe we should stop that. Yeah. Nah. Nah, screw it. <laughs> Neanderthal. Good luck on the unemployment line, Neanderthal. You'll get fired on your day off. I don't know. And see, that's the thing. You have a problem with responsibility. <clears throat> you have a problem with... No, I don't. Do you realize that if you were gay, you wouldn't be paying so much child support? <laughs> You see what I'm saying? That's great, man. That's one way to look at it. Of course. Here's my thing. Legitimately, Spoon, I'm going to ask you. I love the tang. I don't know what to tell you. Not that. It's about giving you culture. Well, you I have culture. Shut up. I Just do. Just because you think you're Nino Brown, it doesn't mean you have culture, girly. See, imagine if Spoon Whatever. was gay, you could call everybody girly. Hey, girly. <laughs> hey, girly. So here's the thing. Spoon, will you allow me to take you to lunch this place in D.C.? No. This gay-friendly hamburger joint? No. See, and this is why they need gay schools in New York City. Because of ass munches like Spoon. 
Which, by the way, I got to say that the gay, the gay schools in New York City, it's a disappointment to me real quick. I just want to say that I don't like, even though you get complete ass wipes like Spoon, who are out there with their chauvinistic, bigoted, homophobic views. You know, that's, that's not a word, man. That's not a word. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> I hate all these made-up words. Like departure time. So stupid. <laughs> yeah. Departure time. What the hell was that? That's crap. <laughs> <laughs> that's not funny. So I just want to say that, you know, I, while I, I don't believe that there should be a gay-only school, you know what I mean, or majority gay school, just because what do you do after you graduate from the gay-only school? Then do you move to DuPont Circle or Oak Lawn in Dallas where you don't have to deal with straight people? You're always going to have to deal with bigotry. It's one of those things where you've got to almost learn to put up with it and cope with it and then, like, change minds. You know what I'm saying, Doves? Yeah, but the whole thing is a lot of gay kids or whatever are not getting the type of education they could be getting because they're worried about... Spoon coming over there and beating their ass because they're gay. But see, that's, that's ridiculous, man. Everybody has to put up with something. You know, you're short, you're fat, you're, you know, your hair is messed up, you wear glasses. I mean, everybody gets picked on. But Get over it. The fat people and the people with glasses aren't getting beat up by a bunch of retards. What are you talking about? A bunch of rednecks going up and beating them up because they're, they're gay. I queer mean, bashing. And is that, on, is that what you were doing in North Carolina, queer bashing? Is that why you were late and missed your flight? Yeah, yeah. I beat a whole bashing? rack of them. Look at them queers. Let's beat their ass. See? By the way. Let's go, faggot ass faggot. Stop. Spoon. <laughs> Jesus, man. No, but seriously, We're you know, say, is it going to be an all-fat high school? Is there going to be an all-short high school? I mean, really. I mean, where does it end? It's ridiculous to me. I mean, it's like every kid has something to deal with when they go to school. You know, and but you, can't that's you, just life. I mean, man. I can see where they want to escape idiots like you, though. Whatever. But at the same time, I think you have to deal with idiots like Spoon because that's who you're going to have to deal with in the real world. That's the same reason I'm not a real big fan of historically black colleges. I understand why they were set up because, you know, blacks couldn't get into school ordinarily and go to college. But now it's to the point, if you go and you're only with people of your own type, then you're not learning anything. You're missing out on diversity. Example, that's why I'm a big fan of affirmative action. Because I think that white folks need to experience all cultures. And not just white folks, gays and blacks. We all need to experience everybody. And I think I've experienced more than you have, actually. I, I know you kind of well, culturized me. But, but have you experienced a lot of, you said you, you knew two gay people in your life. Yeah. I want to take you to this hamburger place, Bro, but so you can just I don't so you can just see that they're not spanking it on the hamburger. That okay, the burgers maybe aren't made not, of man but like, You know, there there are certain places I don't go because you know, statistics tell me that at a certain time at night, a white guy should not walk down this particular street. You know, you just okay. Well, I mean, you avoid certain things. Well, that's well, there's nothing wrong with that. No, but I'm saying that you're going to go to this gay hamburger place and somebody's going to be de-slapping you while you're ordering your burger. I'm just saying there's more of a chance of something like that happening at a gay spot than a regular. What? Somebody de-slapping yeah, you? I said it. You're such an idiot. Eight hundred six three six one zero six seven two zero two four three two. What? What if one zero six seven? Bunch of just. Lesbians working there, making your burgers. Oh, that's cool. That's nah, hot. man, there's still the same disease kind of factor going on. What are you talking on. about? <laughs> what, are, what are these diseases you're talking Dude, about? 
Oh, wait, you don't what? think they're at a, ba- a bigger risk of to, what? Get, to get a venereal disease? A gay person than a regular person? You don't think they're at a bigger risk? Everybody gets diseases, asswipe. They're at a bigger risk, dude. For what? You can go look up the facts you know or what? whatever I, you want. I respect gay people more because they wear condoms, unlike you. They're not I, getting people pregnant. Good, good for them. They're of not, course they're not. How could they? They're not arguing. Stupid. They're not. That was pretty stupid. <laughs> a burden on society. What? Right, that, that was pointing the obvious out. <laughs> well, no, that's fine, but good. I'm saying. I mean. Were you taking his side for you? I'm a homophobe, too? <laughs> No. Not a homophobe. 800-636-1067. What do I have to do to prove to you that I'm not a homophobe? 202 Give a moral right yeah. now. I'm ready. All right. <laughs> Put that too close song on again. <laughs> Bump and grind. All right. Well, we got... Oh, Jesus. <laughs> so sick of spoon. <laughs> I'm not going to your fagged out burger Will joint. Will you stop? <laughs> That's not cool, man. I'm not, I'm not playing. Well, I, I don't want to go. Okay? How about that? It's a burger joint that's gay friendly. That All right. where where people where they don't go so that they uh so they so they can go and not worry about hearing the word fag. That's why they created that. Maybe I shouldn't oh, they shouldn't take anymore, man. Maybe they should, There's was, more progressive gays now. They they don't care about what you call them or anything. They they laugh about it pretty much from what How I do you can, know? You know two gay people. Gather. Hey, I I know three now. I met the dude at the run fest. <laughs> and he uh watches Queer Eye now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bob, welcome into all half a side. I know five of them now. What's up, Bob? Look, I need, I need to get this out a little education. Let me explain from here. As far as the difference between race and homosexuality, race is it's people are born of different colors, from different countries, from from wherever. Okay, homosexuality. That's a behavior, man. No, it's no, it's not. You're born behavior, with it. Okay. Whatever. And just like. God on the seventh day rested, yada, yada, yada. You can't prove any of that stuff. What do you get? I'm telling you, you can't prove it yet, so why are you sitting there saying that it's a behavior? We don't know yet. More than likely, people are born with it and they're inclined. You think anybody's going to be true, going to choose to have people like idiots like Spoon sit there and call yeah. them fag burger eaters? Well, how come animals aren't gay in the wild? They are. They, they are, are not. Have you ever seen a dog hump, like two male Dude, dogs? That- Man, yeah, you know why they do that? It's for superiority to show who's the alpha male dog. They don't have intercourse with them. They, they do like, have intercourse. No, they simulate humping. Okay, I'm. Yeah, you don't know what you're talking about. You, you don't. don't. Know. You I, don't. Yeah, you're the They're one. Not gay animals. You're the one saying that everybody's having gay sex at the burger place, <laughs> and you I don't know what you're talking be. about. They could be. You're such an ass. <laughs> Muhammad in D.C. Welcome into Al Hafez Hideout. Hello. See? <laughs> what is that? He, he, on he called up to support you. Oh, did he? Yeah. Thanks, Muhammad. And he, hey, what's happening? What's up, man? Oh, I yeah, um, it's, I, I agree with Smug. I got two points. Spoon, if you don't want to go to the gay hamburger joint, you don't have to, number one, because it's America. As long well, of as course. Not Thank verbally, you. As long as you're not verbally and physically bashing homosexuals nah. or anybody else is different from you, it's he, no problem with he's, you. He is verbally bashing them, though. I'm, I'm trying to get Spoon educated. I'm not verbally. No. You, you call I, don't, fag. I don't see gay people just to malign them. I mean, I just don't. Look at him using a big word. Yeah, you like that? Wow. <laughs> but you were using a lot of words, and you got to the airport late. They weren't oh, yeah. four-letter words, probably. Yeah. John, welcome into All Half Face Hideout 106.7 WJFK. Talk to the uh, the homophobe Spoon. Hey. Gentlemen, how's it going? What's up, no. brother? Uh... 
Why do you think that homosexuals have uh, would get diseases more easily? Yeah, spoon. Come on, you, spoon. You, know, you know everything. You know that's everything. That's the facts. Dude, that is the facts. Yeah, Make it an ass of yourself. I said that's the facts. <laughs> it is. And, Bro, and, do a study and, and, and fax it into the hideout, okay, if you want to. Venereal disease is venereal disease. Are Doesn't more matter where easily, you get it from. Music. Okay, dude. Music. All right, you're right. You're right. Music shows here. We gotta hi hide our headphones. <laughs> what? Hide the headphones in the car. Should we be talking about that? Music shows here. Should we be talking about this? With Shut everybody? up! I'm just asking. Stop. Do we need to move on to a different subject? Real quick, Mike. Welcome into All Half A Side Out. Hey, what's up, guys? I just wanted to tell you, there's lesbian dolphins. Of course there are. Lots of them. <laughs> Lots of them. There's right, lesbian dolphins. And they're sexy. <laughs> I love lesbian dolphins. They're so cool. Uh, lipstick lesbians are usually the dyke dolphins. So, all right. Well, spoon. I'm sorry, man. That... I'm sorry you think I'm an a hole and I'm, you know, well, a redneck. Ba 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 ba. Hey, it's not just me. It's the majority of the listening audience. That's great. At least... I don't think so. I think people like me. At least the half of the listening audience that I care about. Whatever. <laughs> the rest of them, I, don't... I could lose you. Go listen to WMAL where you belong. Sean Hannity. Go, go listen over there. Um, all right, so you know what? We're almost out of time. Uh, let's go ahead and get in. Even though it's an abbreviated show, we still have to do mandatory Marilyn Manson. So this week's Marilyn Manson comes from the CD Antichrist Superstar. Huge Marilyn Manson fan. Would you call Manson a fag? No, no. He's just obviously doing a... Uh... No, he's, he's he, promoting himself in a different kind of way. I don't gave, think he's gay, though. He gave oral to Twiggy Ramirez on stage. That doesn't bother you? I, it doesn't bother him. I think he legitimately thinks he's straight but can do gay things. I mean, you know, so it's sort of like whatever's whatever. Like Fidel? Yeah, Fidel. I'm not bashing anyone. I'm just saying I don't want to go to the damn... Yeah, exactly. Thank you. It's mandatory Marilyn damn Manson. hiding place. It's jackass. 1996 from Antichrist Superstore, Mandatory Manson, El Jefe's Hideout, JFK.
Manson. The song is 1996 from Antichrist Superstar. Of course, if it's mandatory Manson, it's on El Jefe's Hideout 106.7 WJFK. El Jefe, Spoon, J Dubs, Fidel, and Punani also hanging out with us. We're going to go ahead and just open up the phone lines 800 636 1067, 202 432 1067. We've got a couple of other topics we were willing to get into. But I don't want to get started on something and then have the music show need to hop in here. It's kind of weird when we have an actual deadline. Yeah. You know? We're usually able to go as long as we want, even if the phenoms are here. The, uh, the uh, music show asked if they could use our headphones. Oh, how about I, no, Scott? I, I, the only thing is headphones came up missing earlier this week. And we don't know who it was or why it happened. We just know they came up missing and they showed back I was up. on vacation, all right? Am I clear of that at least? It was probably Spoon. Right. 800-636-1067, 202-432-1067. We had a Marl fan in last week, and we gave him some advice because he's going off to college, University of Tennessee. It's that time of year where you're ramping back up for school. Like, this is the exciting part about getting ready to go back to school. Again, this is me reliving my day. Yeah, it is. Glory day. But you get excited about, like, what classes you're going to get. And, like, especially with me, with, like, the hot chicks, I always tried to make sure that I, I lined up my classes so that I could, have like, be in the class with the chick that was, like, the cutest or that I liked to chat with and stuff like that. And you're always excited that first day of class when you have that chick like in third period and you know that all semester you can look forward to third period because you're gonna get you're gonna get to be in the class with her maybe if you're lucky that semester you can do a project with her and then you know hopefully you can even sit by her first day always sucks because you don't do anything and usually you have to sit in alphabetical order but then you can it's two ways you, you sit in alphabetical order the first day or you're fighting over seats the first day to see if you can sit next to the, you know, the cool chick, the hot chick. You see, I don't remember any of this. This didn't happen to me like that, you know. I, I didn't worry about going in there and getting next to the hot chick. Yeah, I worried about going in there and getting to next to my friend so we could BS the whole time and not have to work on I I don't care about sniffing the girl's underwear in front of me. Yeah, that was completely about that. When she got up, you go over and sniff the chair. You drop your pencil and like sniff the chair and stuff. Jesus Christ, you're a stalker. Just to see what happens. <laughs> Not a stalker. I'm a guy. No, you'd no, rather no, hang no, out. Yeah, with, dude. You'd I'd rather sniff the seat. Yeah, you'd rather hang out with dudes. In a classroom, yeah, because I'm not getting anywhere in the classroom. With but you the can work it, man. That's yeah, where you lay the foundation. You're with your buddies all the time. You're with your buddies on the weekend. You're with your buddies after school. The only time the chick's actually going to sit next to you and talk to you, maybe you. I never had a problem talking to girls. I was never afraid to talk to girls. All right, so you're a cool guy. <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't that cool either. I just. I just wasn't a pussy. You, oh! All right, you know what? Ding, ding! I am a pussy. <laughs> I'll admit it, and I needed to use little tricks and ploys like that to talk to chicks. I completely agree. And I'm not mad at you for calling me a pussy no, when it I, comes to that. You shouldn't. But at the same time, that's what. not everybody's like you. Not everybody's outgoing like you. How is it you get, you get in front of a stage... At Dave and Buster's, you can't talk to anybody, but yet I'm Mr. Cool in class. I'll sit right next to you no. and chat with you, honey. I'll I'll go one-on-one -on -one with anyone. I just don't want to stand on a stage in front of people and start spouting off uh, ignorant things, you know, because I will. <laughs> Me and Spoon are one. We're two pieces in a pod when it comes to that. What? We'll, we'll start just spouting off ignorant things without, without speaking. Uh, so without thinking. thinking. Without thinking. Uh... Uh, hey, El Jefe, have you ever heard the words homosexual agenda come out of Spoon's mouth? 
You think there is a homosexual agenda, Spoon? Oh, there definitely is. <laughs> <laughs> they claim their numbers are like so much more than they really are, and it's ridiculous. I want to just <laughs> again that that can't... spoon is not joking. I can't. <laughs> no, I'm not joking. <laughs> he's not playing a character. He's not trying to be outrageous or shock jockeying. No. He's, he's just ignorant. Yeah. Okay. What 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 do you think the homosexual agenda is? Well, I just think that they to get equal rights, those look, fags. There are, yeah, they're one of the. Group, I didn't even hear what you're saying. You're such a jackass. They just, they just put out, you know, numbers and and all these facts. They're just uh, not facts, but just uh, listen, little trinkets of information that just aren't true. They just are not the fact. Eight hundred six three six one zero six seven two zero. Give me one of those tidbits. Four three two. I don't know. <laughs> you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> no, I totally know what I'm talking about. Damn fact. Can't give you an example right. right now. Idiots. Well, when they had their gay march parade, what's wrong? They with claimed that? there was five hundred thousand of them then, and everybody I know that had to work down there that day, blah blah blah. So it was more like eh, forty thousand, something like that. You know, it's ridiculous. Um, well, what about this, though? Uh, every parade overinflates. Everybody overinflates uh, the, the number of people that are there, that are at their thing. We like to say thousands of people listen to this show. Let's be truthful. <laughs> 700 of them, about 300 on the Internet. Yeah, okay. 800-636-1067-2. Uh, I always tell people, like, about 30 or 40,000 is listening to us. <laughs> yeah, Danny. At any given time, about 4 million people could be listening to this show. Yeah. <laughs> At any given time. So look at the email. Um, El Jefe. Uh, it's actually... Actually, I got one. My... I got El Jefe at WJFKFM.com. That one's available. We'll stick with EJ Hideout at Yahoo.com as well. Um, this is going back to me not having any porn and not having a DVD player. It's like, damn, dude, why don't you have a PC or a DVD player? Is it that bad working for WJFK on the week weekends? Yeah, it is. Yeah. I can't even afford a DVD player. Spoon, you want to sell me yours? Because you're going to need some money soon. I got three of them. I'll sell you the PlayStation 2, man. I never play it, dude. Y'all always talking about games. Blah, blah, blah. You got a PlayStation 2 you'll sell me? Yeah. How much? I rarely ever used it. How much? <sighs> I don't know, man. Look, 50 you... bucks, dude. 50 bucks. 50 bucks? Yeah, I'll give it to you. I got it. You're my man. 50. No, can you, you better. Can you bring it tomorrow? Because I got a feeling I won't see you after tomorrow. You're <laughs> <laughs> such a dick, dude. <laughs> Really... Now, why do I want to sell it to you now after saying something like no, that? I'm just playing with you, dog. Oh, man. That's no, not... seriously, dude. I never use it, man. You're welcome to it. That's how I do bucks, it. That, you know, that's a friend price. That's how I do it, girly. Right on, girly. I, I just play it with you. Because this is so funny. I actually was having a gift request. I was going to see if somebody would give me their PS2. All right. Well, you can do that, too. All right. If somebody wants to donate a PS2 to the show... I'm all about it. 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. You're donating to El Jefe's Hideout. Remember, this show on Saturday nights cost you 40 bucks. <laughs> this week, it's 20 bucks because we're only doing two hours worth of work. Yeah. I, get... believe, I believe Fidel's making the money this week. And Fidel, and... does Chad Dukes get a portion of the show no. proceeds today? No. <laughs> right. <laughs> he does because he's on the schedule until 8 o'clock. Well, he better come back in and do some meter readings. <laughs> I'll tell you that. He's too busy getting ready for the Big O and Chad Duke show. Am I the only one getting paid for this? Yeah. yeah. Congratulations. And dollars, baby. Now go buy a bra for your man teeth. <laughs>
Spain. <laughs> you stocky son of a bitch. I'm going to knock that damn hair off your damn face. So if you got a PS2 you want to give me, otherwise i got to throw... You know, it's like donating to charity, though, man. It's like when you go to Volunteers of America to yeah. give them a car. I'm sure that's what, that's what I'm gonna do with Spoon. I'm, I'm sure you can completely deduct it off your taxes. I throw them fifty bucks to the homeless, to the unemployed. <laughs> what about alimony from your ex-wife, man? She made she basically supported y'all, right? No, so man. you should be. Getting... I did. I put her through. Really? Law. I put her through law school. Whoa! I'm telling you, I'm entitled to half. Don't think I've been thought, oh. thinking about that. And she's yeah. the one that made me kill my baseball career. <laughs> I'd, oh, it was man, her I'd try to recover that, dude. I, I'd be taking back her whole wardrobe. That was that was the poon that stopped El Jefe from being in the major why leagues. Don't you, why don't you sue her for like $12 million? So you could be like A-Rod right now, you know? Actually, yeah. more like Pudge Rodriguez. For potential earnings, just, you know, project. I'm all over it, dog. All right, right on. All right, well, 50, 50 bucks. I have the air check. It's a legal binding agreement now. $50 for your PS2. You got, <laughs> okay, man. You got any games to go with it? Uh, yeah, but, you know, this might be extra. NBA 2002 or something like that. I don't know. I got Twisted Metal. I don't know. You're such a scumbag. Yeah. A Marl fan. Welcome into, you a PS2. Welcome into El Hefe's Hideout. Hey, guys. Hey, a Marl fan. Uh, how'd you do? Uh, you uh, you missed it, Spoon, last week, but a Marl fan came in. We talked about going to college for the first time. We talked about what he needs to do. A lot of people probably weren't listening to the same show, but pretty much we were saying you go to school, you bang the fat chicks for the first couple of weeks to get the stink on it, and yeah. then the other chicks realize that, you know what, he can get some, and then you're going to start hooking up. I uh, had a lot of people taking notes for me. Now, uh, I got this thing, this really sappy email from you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That basically said, hey, Hefe, uh, wanted to thank you for letting me come in. That was one of the most fun things I've done in a while. I'm going to remember it for a very, very long time. You were awesome, and J-Dubs was classic as normal. Even, oh, Johnny, you. even Johnny Punani was pretty cool after all the times I called him a fag. Yep. Fidel was a pretty nice guy, and I really liked his main teats. And I also know where he gets his name. So um, I just wanted to say, man, congratulations. Half one at yep. school. This is the last show you've been able to listen to, right? Do you have any advice for Spoon? Right. I mean, you, this is so funny because you're He's going, giving me advice. You're going off to college. Yeah. To get to enter the working world, exactly. Spoon will soon be leaving at Good Goodwill, waiting for the pickup to go work with the migrant workers. Well, because he's, he's unemployed. How do you know where the pickup is? Yeah, it wasn't always in radio. Still, yeah, if uh, if if Spoon's still on the radio when I get back, he better not have another kid. Oh, I'm sure he will. <laughs> uh, he's going. Yeah, there's no doubt he probably this will. This guy's a riot. Well, he's a good kid, man. He's 18, and this is the thing. Dude, don't go down there banging fat chicks, man. Let he, me tell you, a good-looking girl sees that that might you might have a shot with, yeah. and, and you go with some ugly chick, dude. We already we talked about this. Well, you're wrong. If he rocks the fat girl's world, bad idea. She's going to tell her other friends, and anytime it's, it's heard that somebody can deliver the big O, not the big O in HFS, but Chad Duke. What's <laughs> the real big O? Do you think he can deliver the big O? <laughs> Who, Chad Dukes? No, big O. No, I saw the kid. I hear that guy's fat. He's fat? Yeah, I hear he's fat. Who in radio isn't, besides Spoon? Oh, wait, Spoon's out, so everybody will be fat. Uh -oh. <laughs> uh -oh. <laughs> All right, Amaro fan, good luck, brother. All right, thanks a lot, guys. Good luck, man. Have fun, yep. man. 800-636-1067. <laughs> Two zero two four three two one zero six seven. Has anybody out there? How about this? Real quick, you only got a couple line, uh, minutes left. 
Those of you that knew you were about to get fired, what did you do before you were going to get fired? How did you deal with it and like sleep? Like when the boss says, we got to talk on Monday. How did you handle that? If there's anybody out there, 800-636-1067, If Cameron was smart. I'm so nauseous about This is what I would do if I was Cameron. You remember in office space when they talk about it's always best to let people go on Friday because it's, you know, less of an opportunity for there to be an incident? <laughs> I would, if I were Cameron, I'd go ahead and, like, let Spoon work this week, Stern. Oh, they usually do that. Let him work the week of, Spoon, uh, the week of Stern. Let him think, you know, come up with prep for El Jefe's hideout for next Sunday night at 7 o'clock. Oh. And then on Friday. Wait a minute, when man. When he's about to leave. Like when Spoon goes out to you, because the restrooms are like outside the actual like, you know, office space, the office building or whatever, and you have to punch a code to get back in. Like when Spoon goes to use the restroom for that 10:45 break for Stern, change the code. Go ahead and change the code. Oh. <laughs> change the code, and like I can go ahead and run Stern from there until the 11 a.m. hour for Ron and Fez. Right. Cameron, if you're listening, that's how I'd do it. Dude, wait a minute. If they kick me off, dude, we gotta, you know, get our show somewhere else. Then. Come on, guys. <laughs> Come on. Are you kidding? Ah, we got to move the hideout, bro. You're going to get rid of me? Come on. Oh, yeah, that's what we're going to do. What the hell? That's what <laughs> Wherever Spoon goes, Dubs and I will follow. There you go. When, Thank you, fellas. That's when you're funny. doing overnights at the country station in Harrisonburg. <laughs> we ate fags and I'm Spoon. Reba McIntyre. With... <laughs> You would go perfect on that station. <laughs> oh, jeez, man. Dude, this really sucks, man. You don't know how this sucks. I'm going to be thinking about it the whole way home, all tonight. I probably won't get much sleep. I hope I, I'm, you know, early for the Stern show tomorrow. You know, when we got fired out on our old station, that's how it happened, though. My offense was a week before we actually got fired. We had to wait for a week knowing that something was probably going to go down. And I got remember I got the call that day from our program director Chili. No, I called you first. No, no, Chili oh, yeah. called me, and he was like, "Hey, hey, Hefe, I need you to come in, man." Oh yeah. And I got I heard the voicemail, and I called him back, and I was like, "What? We get fired? Ha ha ha!" Because they were having strats, their strategical thing. And so then I called, and I was like, "Oh, whatever." I was going to lunch, and I called Dubs. I was like, "Chili called me," and then you didn't you tell me at that point he I'm called like, you? Dude, too? I, no, I. I was already there. I was doing the production director stuff, and I'm like, I called you. Okay. And I'm like, dude, what what are you doing tonight? You're like, I've got to work. I'm like, no, man, they got someone filling in for him. Oh, that's the other thing. Yeah, they already had someone filling in for him. Oh, wow. And they didn't ask me, and I'm usually the go-to guy, so I knew I was getting fired, too. And then our, <laughs> and then our, and then our buddy Shafee also, and then we called him. Are you working tonight? Yeah, of course I'm working, doing the skank shift. No, you're not. <laughs> Mohawk's doing it. <laughs> Mohawk. What? He's doing Bob and Tom now. Is he really? Yeah, what, what, what's um, Matthew J doing? <laughs> he quit. He got out of radio. Seriously, man, I've never been fired, though. Like, I've not come into jobs. and then... Well, get ready for your cherry to be popped. And I... <laughs> <laughs> and, hadn't been in radio until you've been fired at least once, son. Oh, man. You know, so. Hey, seriously, though? I hope he doesn't do that, man. I, you know, I want this thing. Now, here's the thing. I mean, we've set you up for getting fired totally. Now, yeah, thanks. If you just get fired from Redskins, though, would you be okay with that? And at least you get to keep your regular job? I, I wouldn't be okay with it. 
You realize that you... I wouldn't freak out to where, you know, I'd lose everything else, but I, I would not be okay with that, no. You I legitimately think I should get another shot, definitely. You screwed up, though. Yeah, I did. I missed the plane. But... I was there, damn it, I tell you. This you, lady... You should, should bring Cameron a gift. <laughs> you should. Bring him a gift? Bring him a gift, man. I mean, but why does it have to be like that, though? You gotta suck. You got He's the boss. You gotta grease it up, man. Seriously. There's no dry stuffing. But see, I, I gotta be <laughs> like myself. And you know what I mean? What I think. If that's gonna get me fired, then, then I can handle that. Are you but I'm not gonna just kiss his ass just for the sake of kissing his ass. You gotta be I'm absolutely sorry. I'm not gonna deny that. But I'm not gonna, you know, bring him gifts and... What can I do for you and let me work extra to make it up? That's nah, called, man. That's called playing the game, I mean, though. I, but, dude, I've been here six years. I've been a good employee with the Redskins doing all kinds of highlights and da-da-da-da-da. You know, for six years, I, I think I deserve it. Were you and paid yeah, for that? Yeah, I messed up. Huh? Were you paid for that? Yeah, I was paid. All right. Okay. So what else do they owe you, then? Then you well, did your saying, job. I, yeah, exactly. I did my job, and I think I should still be able to do this job. Anyway, we got to get out of here. So it's been, it's been great. Good night. Um, any final thoughts, Dubs? Are you going to miss Spoon next weekend? I'm re I really am, man. Uh, make sure we're not bringing the hideout somewhere else if I get fired. Make sure what hot. the hell. I I'll tell you what I'll give you permission to do. Send out tapes? I'll give you permission. No, you can't even use my voice in your demo tape. Oh, you're an ass. <laughs> Here's what I will do, though. I'll let you take Fidel with you. <laughs> and I'll tell you what. You can also put Punania in your reference sheet. <laughs> My references. My references are Johnny Punani. The baker. Fidel. <laughs> and who else? Oh, man. And Colette, who works up front. She likes you for some reason. <sighs> That's so funny. You're so out of here, man. You so lot, bro. <laughs> no, thank you. Do you want your Clay Aikens? <laughs> the Bluebird Blue? <laughs> now, it's all, all ready to start doing uh, live appearances and all that kind of stuff, man. You blew it, by the way. Because <sighs> we had a live gig coming up pretty soon. Yeah, I know we do. And you're out of it. No, I'm not out of it. I couldn't be. All right, ladies and gentlemen, coming in next, the music show. And did they work out their headphone situation, Fidel? I'll be all right. Though. No. They'll just do it without headphones. So call them, 800-636-1067, Dave Diamond style. I'm El Jefe. That's J-Dubs. That's Spoon. Thank you to Fidel. Thank you to Punani. And we will see you next Sunday night because the Redskins, again, are going to be on Saturday night. Next Sunday night, 7 to 9, El Jefe's Hideout, 106.7 WJFK. El Jefe's Hideout. Who am I? As happy as a runaway slave. Hey, where are the white women at? El Jefe's Hideout. 106.7. 106.7. You're about to go downtown, bitch, right here on the station that plays only platinum hits. WJFK.